Hello, ladies. You are listening to the Saludable Latina podcast with Lilia Gomez-Ash. The Saludable Latina podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about women's health topics, but then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include spirituality, intuitive-led, and lifestyle wellness-focused topics. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations and stories relating for our insight for growth in our own wellness journey. The Saludable Latina community is a group of purposeful women who are smart, passionate, and have a dynamic, diverse point of view and insights that will help many women find growth in the wellness space. And I hope that you are able to learn something from their own personal stories or health advice tips or conversations that we have from woman to woman. So before we get started with episode numero 48, I'm going to let you know a little bit about Jessie Medina. She is a social entrepreneur, a woman's advocate, and founder of Fem Latinas and a podcast host at Femex Podcast. She's also a brand consultant and a motivational speaker. She loves to enjoy dancing, cooking, and traveling around the world when she can. And you can learn more about Jessie at her website at jessiemedina.com. Or you can also find her at Instagram, Jessie Medina Oficial. So in this week's episode, we really got into owning what it is to be um, a female entrepreneur and also establishing a event that connects women not only on a level for professional business or entrepreneur but creating relationships and connections it's one of the most things i actually value is when i meet women is being able to establish those relationships where i can see possible a friendship brewing and cultivating in the long term or maybe even if it's just providing support um, because jesse did create a platform with her other co-founders to be able to have this network not only here locally in San Diego, but also national and worldwide. So many women come across different areas and different states and different countries to be able to find these connections on an online basis or in person. And I love the fact that she's creating that movement and empowering women to connect on a different level because we are now shifting into the digital media space. So we need to make sure that those connections are not just only genuine but also women who uplift one another and that's one of the things i love about her personality her work and her mission so before we get started with the episode i wanted to share something i've been enjoying to help me relax when i'm feeling stressed at work lately because this week i've been a little away from social media because there was just a lot going on that i needed to handle at work and you know as a creator too i have to make sure that i create from my best intentions and good energy. So one thing that I like to use to help de-stress the room and create an energy and welcoming area is the essential oil blend from Nature's Truth. This is a lavender, 100% pure essential oil. And it's a topical mist to just kind of help alleviate any stress you might be feeling in your work area. When I spray one to two spritz of this topical use, it just makes me feel so much more relaxed and so much more in tune with my mind and my body so it doesn't feel as stressful or I don't feel like I'm stagnant. Sometimes what can happen when you're at work, you feel a little bit stagnant, you start daydreaming and then you just need to refocus. So if you noticed lately, this whole week, I was not engaging in social media because I needed to execute some things at work and I needed to focus. 
and I do the same thing when it comes to my creative work when I need to unplug for a little bit I need to think about my creative ideas but also how am I going to execute and making sure that I'm creating a moment or an event or content that is very relatable for the everyday woman that is the whole goal of Saludable Latina is making it relatable to real women because after all we are real women going through different experiences in life and we need to hear our stories to advocate, to support, to inspire energy and good energy, good vibras, and to even um, be able to provide support on a digital level, which is hopefully what it's getting to. And so I just want to thank you and say gracias for listening because I know it takes some time to listen to this episode, but I truly appreciate that you are tuning in into these episodes and I hope I'm inspiring you some way or another. And so here we go. Are you ready for the next episode? Bueno, let's get started. Hola chicas, welcome back to another episode of Saludable Latina. I have the amazing Jessie Medina, who is the founder of Fem Latinas, is the host of FemX Podcast, and is a business strategist along with being a motivational speaker. How are you doing today, Jessie? Hola, thank you so much for having me here. I'm doing great, how are you? I'm doing good, you know, just getting off work, trying to get things going, but I'm glad that I finally have you here because I know I've been trying to coordinate this interview for quite a while, right? Yes, <laughs> we're both so busy. Yes, <laughs> but that's always a good thing because we're being productive. Yes. So Jesse, I know I met you at a couple events and not too long ago, I also came on board for one of your Fem Latinas events. But before we get started with how you started Fem Latinas, can you let the audience know who you are, where you're from, and a little bit about you? Yeah, so I'm originally from Argentina, so I'm Latina. I currently am a motivational speaker and the founder of Fem Latinas, which is a social enterprise to empower women all over the world. Our mission is to inspire, connect, and equip Latinas. And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the background. Before that, I was in corporate America, you know, doing marketing, and I loved being a creative and a strategist, but I always wanted to do my own thing and start my own business with an impact. Okay, so before you actually got started with the Fem Latinas, um, where were you living and what were you doing when you mentioned you were working in marketing? Yeah, I was living in Utah, which is really interesting. I'm not a Mormon. People ask me all the time, are you Mormon? I'm not. Um, but I was living there. I had a really great job. I, I honestly loved my job. I got to be creative. I was the head of the department. And, you know, towards the end of the you know of that experience, I went through a sexual harassment situation and it started getting unhealthy for me Mm -hmm. Uh, and looking backwards it's kind of like what launched me into what I'm doing now but at the time it was really hard Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of like what made me you know kind of look at my life and really think about what I was doing if it was really aligned with what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and I realized I needed a change. Okay. When you noticed that you wanted to change and you were in an environment that wasn't healthy for you, mm-hmm. was there any preliminary symptoms that you were feeling when you went through that experience? Was there any symptoms of feeling anxiety, maybe depression, maybe feeling sad or blue or maybe feeling stressed out that no one was understanding you in the situation that you were in? Yeah, it's actually really interesting because I started having these symptoms and now I understand them to be from anxiety, but at the time I didn't know. And I think as a Latina, you know, you don't, you're not really educated about mental health mm-hmm. until it hits you or until like you start doing your research or it like we don't really talk about these things, right? So I started having nightmares. 
I started, you know, kind of shaking. Like, I would, like my hands would shake at times. I started getting nervous whenever mm-hmm. I would see the person at work. I reported to this person, right? So it was someone in a position of power. I started acting differently. I was always really bold, and it was harder to, to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it was really interesting because this was during the Me Too movement, and I still felt like I couldn't tell anyone. I felt like I was going to be judged, um, like I was going to be blamed. And it was really interesting because I started to understand the reasons why women don't speak up sometimes. And I remember I would watch news and totally relate to what was happening out there, but I still couldn't say anything for a few months. I felt trapped and I felt, um, you know, I kind of felt guilty in a way, you know, kind of like, why is this happening to me? Why can't I do anything about it? I would have, like I said, nightmares and I would go to work and, and just wish that he wasn't there or I didn't want to go to work sometimes. And later on, I realized I was having anxiety attacks, you know, and I didn't have a name for it at the time. Mm-hmm. It took me like six months to even tell my mom what I was going through. And I, I was literally scared. My mom was like my best friend and I was still scared to say something because yeah. I didn't know how people were going to react. Uh, and thankfully, my mom was really gracious. She actually started crying and said, you know, you need to get out of there. Like, it, she made it sound so simple, right? Like, it was so clear cut. But until I had that validation, like someone say, you are not to blame and you need to get out of there. You know, that kind of made me snap out of it. I reported it. I was told that they couldn't do anything about it because this was the new president of the company. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I understood okay, if they're not going to do anything about it, I need to get myself out of this situation. And it wasn't until I understood that and until I made that decision in my head, like, I don't care what happens. I don't care if I have to go work at McDonald's after this. Like, I'm going to leave this place. That things changed for me. My mindset changed. I realized that I needed to take that leap of faith um, regardless what happened. And so I reported it because I didn't want other women to go through what I was going through. I became really passionate about advocating for women, women's rights. I um, became more aware, started doing research, and I realized that there's still a lot of work to be done towards, uh, you know, equality in the workplace and, and elsewhere, you know. So that really launched me into what I'm doing now. But at that time, mm-hmm. I feel trapped, you know. Yeah. I feel like hopeless. I, I didn't know what was ahead of me. So, yeah, I would say I went through a lot of anxiety and, and I had to learn and educate myself on it and accept that it happened to me, you know, that there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I kind of feel like when you're explaining, like, your symptoms of anxiety in the situation, you went inward so deeply mm-hmm. that your boldness wasn't shining anymore mm-hmm. because you had a little bit of insecurity with fear mm-hmm. going into a work mm-hmm. environment that you knew you couldn't avoid not going to, right? right? And this case is very similar to a lot of women because we are in positions that sometimes the hierarchy in the job team is kind of like, mm-hmm. well, we'll report it, but it doesn't really get addressed right. fully. Yeah. So when you were having these anxiety symptoms and you were researching, how are some of your symptoms symptoms that you were having the first thing for me was to accept that and I don't apologize or counsel or anything like that but for me I had to first accept and recognize what was happening at me like get me out of this uh, and I think it's really important to listen to our body because my app my eye for example would start twitching right involuntarily and I couldn't do anything about it and I would tell you know my family tell them, I don't know why my eyes twitching you know and eventually I had to recognize like hello your body's trying to tell you something because 
I was otherwise really healthy, you know, I could go to a doctor and everything would be fine as far as like blood and test results and all that, you know, like it wasn't, it was emotional, right? It was mental. It wasn't like I had the flu or something, you know, something else like that. So I had to recognize that, that I needed to address this and that I was going through this and that it was okay and that I needed help. Mm-hmm. The second step for me was to make a decision. And it started in my mind when I said, no matter what, I'm going to leave. And we don't realize sometimes that even if we don't have, sometimes we're waiting for a solution or an outside source or something to come to us and save us. And I don't think that's ever going to happen unless we first decide in our mind, I'm going to change this no matter what. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to take the leap. I always say that, take the leap because mm-hmm. it starts in your mind. When you make that decision, doors start opening. The right people start coming around. But before that happens, you have to decide it. You have to be willing to sacrifice and risk everything to protect your mental health, to protect your body, to protect your rights. Once I did that, it was incredible because I had, you know, quote unquote random call, which wasn't random, but it was Mm -hmm. an opportunity to come to San Diego where that was like my dream place to live, right? And all these years, here I am making a lot of money, but I'm not doing really what I want to do. And all of a sudden, the moment I decided to take the leap in my head first, a door opened, right? And it was risky. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know anybody in San Diego, but I was like, okay, first you take the leap in your head and then you have to like back it up with actions. And so taking action, whatever it is, leaving the place, leaving the relationship that's toxic, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to show yourself that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. And when you put that out there, that you value yourself, that you know your worth, then it's like the universe, God, you know, I know people call it different ways, but mm-hmm. I believe that it pays, you know, it gives you back what you're putting out. So if you're putting out that confidence, your self-worth, that you're important, then it's going to pay off for you. It's going to come around for you. You said something really important when you were saying, um, taking that leap, um, mm-hmm. you had to be in the right state of mind to have that force energy and believing in that energy for you Mm -hmm. to take that leap because there is this saying that I learned from a psychologist when I was actually a beauty con at beauty con which I thought was amazing (laughs) uh, because they're including more wellness which I was like I need to be there because I need to see what they're promoting about wellness because Mm -hmm. you know beauty con is more than just looking beautiful they're including the overall wellness like you said but there's something that specifically that you said feelings lead to your emotions mm-hmm. and once you have those emotions and you're in the right place where you're saying if your body's screaming at you and you have the right frame of mind to say I'm taking a different action mm-hmm. then that leads to emotions leading to actions mm-hmm. and leaping in that voluntarily movement of where you said the universe will provide mm-hmm. once you have that energy that you want to manifest so it, it sounds to me that it was a work in progress right because it doesn't it happen was. in 24 hours like oh miracle everything's all good and nanny but it took progress to getting there so mm-hmm. as a woman and as a woman of color and latina how would you actually implement or give advice for anyone that may be in this situation currently right now well, first thing is get out of there. Whatever it is that I think we know, especially women, we know when something's not right for us. Whatever the situation is, whatever the relationship is, maybe something that we're doing to ourselves, a bad habit, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you're smoking and you can't quit. Maybe you're eating things that you shouldn't. Whatever it is, 
situations are not healthy for you, we know it. We feel it. Mm -hmm. So we need to listen to that and get out of it. That's the first thing that we need to do. And then after that, it's creating healthy habits. So for me, that was finding myself again, finding my voice again. Because, you know, when you suppress it for so long, it becomes a little bit harder, right? Like, I got out of there, but I barely made it up out of yeah. there, I felt like, you know? So it's like, it's kind of like when you play in sport or anything, it's like you have to practice every day. You have to get better at it. So it's finding that voice. It took me months, even after that experience, to even share with the public, with people that didn't know me well, because I still had that filter. Well, you know, what are they going to think because they don't know me? Because all of a sudden, I'm in a new city. People that don't know me, they don't know my character, they don't know who I am. So if I say this, are they going to think that I'm playing victim? Are they going to think that it was probably my fault? Whatever it was. So I had to get to a point where I was like, I don't care what people think. Yes. I had to learn that, right? It took yeah. me like 30 years, Absolutely, right? I girl. don't care what people think. This is my story. This is part of it. It doesn't define me. It's not all my story, but this is part of it. And this is what drove me to be so passionate about female empowerment. So now when I'm willing to own that is when you start realizing your purpose. I realized that this really bad situation that was once like an enemy or whatever mm -hmm. is now a teacher and a teacher that drove me to do what I'm really passionate about, what I love doing, which is female empowerment. So now here I am speaking on it. Here I am, you know, we created Femme Latinas with my yes. mom. Uh, we, had, we have an amazing team that helped us grow it. You know, but it all started from that pain and people need to recognize that even in those painful situations, those things that leave you scars are going to be the things that are going to push you into your purpose. And Absolutely. so that's the first thing that you got to do is get out of it, recognize it and use it for good. Uh, there's a reason why it happened to you. There's a reason why you have to go through that. Um, and and then after that, create those healthy habits. So for me, it's having a morning routine. Every time people yes. ask me, how do you do it all? You know, how do you ma manage yes, your time? how do you do it all? <laughs> <laughs> well, I get a lot of help, but also, you know, you have to have a good routine. You have to take care of yourself, of your body. I try to get up at 5 in the morning every morning. Sometimes it's a little bit later, and that's okay because you have to be gracious with yourself. But um, for the most part, I'm getting up really early. I go to the gym, which gets my blood pumping. It gets me in a really positive state. My gym, fortunately, has a hot tub, a sauna. I mean, a sauna. So I literally sit there and I try to meditate, you know, to think about the day, to think positive things. While I'm working out, I'm listening to, you know, a motivational video. I'm not, you know, listening to reggaeton, right? Like, yeah. it, it matters, you know. Nothing against it. I love dancing, yeah. right? But it's like... Before, when I was younger, you know, we listen to reggaeton and we're like, listen to maybe celebrity gossip or whatever it yeah. is. I don't listen to any of that. People come to me like, did you know what Kim Kardashian did? No, oh. I have no idea what she's doing because I'm too busy <laughs> building my own empire, you oh know? Oh my God, I'm guilty of actually watching an episode last night because I was like, I gave myself a little break from yeah. everything and yeah. a Kardashian episode happened to be on. <laughs> but I mean, nothing against that. Like if, yeah. if it was for your personal, like care like I just need to unplug and like disconnect yes. and listen to something silly or whatever uh -huh. that's fine right like yeah. people will binge watch things because they want to numb because they don't like their own reality so You're they try to numb their reality instead of that I recommend take charge of your life create a morning routine get you closer to your goals stop watching what other people are doing stop oh scrolling on Instagram yes. social media in a way impacts the mental and yeah. moral wellness like sometimes I even just kind of like like sometimes I just can't yes. it's kind of like yeah. 
I'm gonna give myself a break and then I'll come back when I'm ready to good and ready to go. Yeah. Started off at five, so I'm just a little later because you're yeah. gracious mm -hmm. with your body. We mm -hmm. have to be mindful yeah. about that. But when you're sitting in the sauna, when you say I could be listening to reggaeton, but you're self-reflecting on empowerment, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful shame mm -hmm. of how you actually evolve from your early twenties to right. now. <laughs> and I think it's beautiful because like younger women are recognizing that a bit more and more now because, yes. like you said, they're mm -hmm. not actually trying to in a way submit to those internal feelings mm -hmm. and shoving them so far deep that I'm saying I'm just gonna right. you know avoid so you were actually taking small steps to alleviating that to help you in your wellness and mental well-being right mm -hmm. so after the sauna like what's a production after that like what does it look like yeah so I I take my time I go back home I take my time I have a tea routine where like I literally drink tea every morning. I learned that from my yeah, mom, you know, she drinks tea here. like five times a day, but <laughs> I, I, I do morning, you know, but I sit there, I read, that's my time to read a book because it does inspire me, you know, like whatever I'm reading and I change, switch books, but um, it inspires me to create, you know, yes. even if the book is talking about something completely different, it inspires me to create my own thing, whatever that, that is for the day. Mm -hmm. um, and after I do all that, then I can start work. I don't even look at text messages. I don't scroll on social media. I don't do any of that until my quote-unquote work day starts, which is a nine for me. So here I am four hours before I even start my work day. I've inspired myself. I've listened to motivational things. I've read. I've educated myself on something. So your brain is actually really open to creating and creating in a way that's powerful, that's beautiful, and that's unique to you because you're not grabbing things from other people. What happens is when you're looking at social media, whatever goal it is, like let's say you want to have a better body. Instead of working out, you're wasting time looking at other girls that are fit. Instagram models saying, oh, I want her body, I want her body. Before you know it's an hour scrolling. Yeah, so then that's an hour that you go. When you prepare your brain to be inspired and re ready to put out, um, so then I start work, I'm inspired. Uh, another trick that I tell people is with emails, I only check my emails twice a day, maybe three times a day, which some people don't get. It'll be like, oh, I sent you an email like hours ago. That's okay, you know, because I, and this is scientifically proven, I've done the research and when you're attracted and you think you're being productive, but you're not, you're getting distracted from things that matter. So mm -hmm. I have like the end of the day, but sometimes it's just twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but depending how busy you are, you know, but then you're actually doing work, you know, mm -hmm. you're actually focusing. Every time you get distracted by anything, it takes your brain 15 minutes to even go back to that task. So imagine mm -hmm. doing that 10 times a day, getting distracted, right? Now all of a sudden your day is gone and you haven't even done two things. Anyway, I have a morning routine guide where I go through things and it's really cool because it's a 14-day guide. So basically, it helps people like step by step how, you know, the first day you only implement one thing, right? Like, okay, I'm going to start working out. The second day, you're like, I'm going to work out and have a tea or a coffee and just relax and, mm -hmm. and check in with myself, you know? And then the third day, so it's like a gradual change. And then hopefully over two, three weeks... You have a guide. I share motivational quotes on there, some books that I like. My website. Um, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I love doing that because that was my saving grace. That's how I, I, and I think it's really powerful. So I'm a big advocate of having a morning routine. And even if you can't get up at work, so you have time, 15 minutes to meditate and 15 minutes to sit in the shower and listen to something motivational. Whatever it is, you know, make it work with your schedule. 
but do something for you mm -hmm. and before you start your work day. But I also love the fact that you're also implementing during this guide and exercises that you're giving the brain that cushion mm -hmm. to self-acknowledge your body and your mental well-being. Mm -hmm. Where it naturally, like you say, you go work out early in the morning, you're releasing that dopamine yes. naturally mm -hmm. that all of a sudden your body's like, okay. We're good to go, yeah. you know, and you're not feeling so stressed. Yeah. You know, you get into that emotion and feeling, okay, I'm going to get the day yeah. going. You're a routine, like you said. And you're confident routine. because what happens when you work out, I mean, I don't know about other people, but like when I work out and I see my, you know, my arms get a little pumped or like mm -hmm. my body gets a little pumped up, like I walk through the mirror and I feel proud of myself. Like I feel like, dang, yeah. I, I did it. You know, I got up another day and every single day I get that little extra dose of like confidence like dang girl you got up you showed up for yourself you know mm -hmm. you pumped up your butt whatever it is yeah. right like you did something for you and Absolutely. that gives you so much confidence so then guess what you step into the next thing which is maybe a meeting a call whatever it is for work and you're confident you have you have that you know like i showed up for myself i'm gonna show up for this you have you're creating that habit for everything that you do so you're you're setting kind of like a pattern for yourself like yes. i'm showing up you know i'm being here and i'm giving my best and i matter and i'm worth it so yeah. i think it's really important to set that for you and show yourself that, that you matter you know that your health that. matters and, yeah. and and also you look good right like you also it helps you look good i'll take a compliment any day but i love the fact that you're actually setting healthy lifestyle patterns which is really needed for your overall well-being having that said with your experience um taking the leap um giving yourself that morning routine reading getting inspired you founded fem latinas along with your mom and you also started a femex podcast can you tell our audience a little bit about the two and how you plan to merge as you're going both because mm -hmm. you were explaining to me earlier i want to merge everything yeah. instead of trying to do 10 things because right. you know as creators mm -hmm. we have mm -hmm. like all these ideas yes. but if you can let the audience know like how you started Femme Latinas mm -hmm. and why you started Femex podcast yeah so with Femme Latinas like I said it was in a way from a need that I had too so I moved to San Diego I don't have any friends I started meeting girls that you know I love them they're still friends of mine but they weren't necessarily aligned with what I wanted to do and so I kind of created this space where, you know, I was going to networking events to meet people. Like, I generally mm -hmm. wanted to make friends because how do you make that friends as an adult, yeah. right? Like, you're not in college anymore. You're not mm -hmm. seeing people every day. I'm an entrepreneur, <laughs> so I don't have, like, co-workers to go to happy hour with or whatever. So anyway, so I was like, first of all, I was like, it's hard to connect as an adult, you know, when you don't know anyone, you don't, you're not going anywhere. Then you go to networking events and people just want to give you their card or, you know, yeah. they just want to sell you something. It didn't feel genuine, you know, so, um, so the connection was one thing. And then also kind of like having the role models, right? Like, who do I follow? Who's this person or that person? And so we were talking with my mom and, and the need for equality and the need for women's resources. And, and it kind of like, we realized that all these things that we needed, Instead of saying we need this and that and that, why don't we create? Because I'm sure somebody else needs that too, right? So mm -hmm. we created this space with Fem Latinas. We started doing live events and women loved it, especially in San Diego. You know, we didn't have anything like that in San Diego for Latinas at the time. And, you know, it was kind of innovative and people loved it. So, you know, people started raving about it and it's just kind of grew organically online, on social media. 
um, our events were great and it was kind of like it served me too it was self-serving in a way that I did end up making friends from that right yeah, I did too. end up connecting friends too, this actually. is how we even met yeah. right so yeah. we have women that leave saying I have a business partner now I have you know I was looking for someone to do my marketing and now I have this woman that I can hire that I'm supporting a fellow Latina right so mm-hmm. all these opportunities and connections are created but it's in a genuine way like people don't go there to sell something in mm-hmm. fact we always do a survey after the events and the number one thing that people say their favorite thing about the event is the connection yeah they always say that time after time they use the word connection i want to connect with women i love connecting with women so it's it's a beautiful thing it's part of our mission so yeah. i better be accomplishing that right <laughs> like i'm like check connection check but you know it's because half of the time people when we go to like even events or family gatherings we're looking for connection yeah you know yeah and when you provide that in fem latinas Women walk away not just with going to an event, they walk away with building relationships. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was valuable. It's just like, wow, because I'm just like you. I'm out here on my own. But how do we network as an adult? Right, how right. do we create those relationships and friendships? You know, And I even texted you a couple of times. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel all like, asking for like, <laughs> this. And you're like, no, bro, no. And, and it's just like, I think we go into our own mentalities, yeah, like you said yeah. in the beginning. And when you started creating Femme Latinas, what inspired you to go into the podcasting? <laughs> so I had actually been told many times, even in the marketing world before, to do a podcast. But I always, I was always a motivational speaker. I got to speak before that uh, since I was 14, actually. And also, I was already speaking about marketing, that kind of stuff. So I always thought myself as someone that speaks live, right? Like in person. Like I love speaking to a crowd in person. It energizes mm. me. I never saw myself as someone behind a mic where I can't see the audience, but people would always tell me that. And then eventually I realized like I am limiting myself because I would say every time people told me that I would say, no, that's not my thing, you know? And then I realized that I'm always telling people like, don't, you know, don't have limiting beliefs, right? Like don't. And here I was like saying that's not my thing where I had never tried it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. It's going to be a test. I actually love it. I actually, if I could just do that and speak, I think I would be the happiest person in the world. Um, It gave me, helped me uh, find that voice again, most importantly. It gave me that platform to share my story with a wider audience, not just local, but because it started just in Spanish at first. Now it's bilingual because we had it. A lot of people ask for all episodes, but it started me thinking about the Latina woman in Latin America, right? The older mm-hmm. to be inspired. Uh, it's so funny because most of my followers are millennials, mm-hmm. but the funny thing is that I've had at least 10 different millennial women tell me, I make my mom listen to it because it speaks to their mom age group. Uh, but my mom, you know, is that age group and um, she always tells me she's inspired by me. So I'm like, I guess it makes what sense. We'll see, you know, like, but you it's know. beautiful. It's like, I think a lot of times like you said younger women are better at finding that voice or standing up because they're growing in this culture where we're at least changing things but older women they grew up in a culture that was really suppressive so it's really needed for them right for them to listen to inspiration and motivation and empowerment so um, I realized that it just gave me that broader platform, right? That maybe I'm not getting those women on my Instagram, right? Because they're all millennials, but I'm reaching them through That's my so podcast. True. Yeah. So I love, I love doing that, and I love now that we made it bilingual. You can find it as Femex uh, podcast on Instagram, but 
uh, it kind of opens the door for those that don't, you know, we have a lot of people say we want English episodes, even yeah. Latinas here in the U.S. that don't speak Spanish, right? Because yes. of different cultural issues. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun and I love it and I love that I get to interview a lot of amazing women. I'm here, yes. we're learning, right? Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing and it's, I just, I'm looking forward to creating more. I have some projects that I can't share just yet, but um, I'm looking forward to just creating more of languages, female empowerment movement, that, that's what it stands for, that's why it's capitalized. Um, and so everything those lines of empowering women. I think it's very beautiful um, the fact that, yes, we are in the millennial era for our voice, for our equality, mm-hmm. for our rights. Because like you said, our, our mamas, mm-hmm. they grew up in a very suppressive yeah. environment yeah. and, you know, traditions and culture and all that. You know, they were like, you know, you know, this is the way it's done. Yeah. Um, but you're very mindful like myself, I'm very mindful of the lineage of women that I come from. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm not only just saying I'm a millennial doing this, I'm also keeping in mind the women that are in my family, but also the lineage of women where I come from yes. in the community and what does it mean to be a femme-empowered Latina, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. and voicing now and mm-hmm. making sure that those women can relate. So I'm glad you said that's not my cup of tea. But now you have mamas that yeah. I like, yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. You know, So I'm really grateful that you created that. With that said, are there any events coming up in Fem Latinas? Also, two books when you were dealing with anxiety or growing your creative business platform, mm-hmm. you can share that right now. Yeah, so we actually, our very, very next event for Fem Latinas is called Femsgiving, which is in things like the week of Thanksgiving, and we get together. We're going to pick our secret Santa. So we're, so every year we do something to give back to the community. So we're going to to bless a family with gifts, um, whatever, whoever. Like if you attend and you want to um, adopt a family, families, and then that way this come December, you're going to be able to give them something for their kids. That's beautiful. Uh, and in the meantime, like during Thanksgiving, we share a meal, we talk, we have a motivational panel. It's just very casual. It's free. Uh, you just bring whatever something to share any dish to share it can be cookies it can be you know turkey sandwiches whatever <laughs> uh, we just want everybody to come and hang out with us so i look forward to that i'm gonna definitely make sure i clear fun. my calendar were you there last year i can't remember no i don't think so okay. i think we can next year uh, yeah, yeah. i started okay. like playing mm-hmm. even more mm-hmm. i started being like not shy away <laughs> <laughs> find all our events and more information about from latinas um on our website okay. femlatinas.com uh, or on instagram from latinas and as far as books, I have so many books that I love. I really like so many books. But two that have made a huge difference for me are one, just linchpin and career. And that helped me take the leap that got me promoted. So it's a really, really good book. Tear uh, to understand your lizard brain, as he calls it. It's by Seth Godin. And, you know, to create and ship and deliver, which means that instead of looking for perfection and, and using that as an excuse to not create or not put out you yes. know your work it's like you, you just put it out there right mm-hmm. um and he calls it shipping you just ship it even if it's not perfect you know because guess what you'd rather receive a present from me that even if it's not perfect than not get anything at all so i love seth godin all of his books but lynchman is one of my favorites and then leapfrog is a newer book by a latina actually she's oh. an amazing role model for us uh, her name is natalie natalie with a th uh, Molina leapfrog means you just kind of like it's kind of like you have an advantage so you kind of like escape so mm-hmm. she kind of gives you some strategies of like how to leapfrog um, your business how to get funding that kind of stuff that we don't talk about as women 
What I love about this book is that a lot of business books, um, but this book really talks about issues of now as a business person, as a Latina, as a woman, what resources are out there, what um, funding you can find that are specific for women. She even has an investment company for women. So it's it's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. So I told her right now. That's amazing. Or any woman, really. Yeah, well, in, yeah. in general, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to have to look it up on my Kindle and pre- yeah. or Amazon and then download it to my Kindle because I'm always like looking for books mm-hmm. i love sometimes having hard copies yes. and other times i love kindle because mm-hmm. then i don't have to worry about carrying it around right. especially when i can read it at work you mm-hmm. know 10 minute breaks months, <laughs> you know um if people wanted to find you where can they find you on social media platform i know you mentioned it before mm-hmm. but you have a couple yes. instagram accounts so where can they find you the best way to go if you want to see everything that i'm doing is just go to my personal website so you can see all the links to fem latinas femex podcast so my website is jessiemedina.com. That's J-E-S-S-I-E Medina.com. Uh, or on Instagram. Can they email you if they had any yeah. questions? So it's just jessie at jessiemedina.com. Okay, keep it nice and simple. And I'm call. actually going to create a code for you. So if they wanted to get that morning routine, I'm going to create a, a discount code. It's an amazing guide. So yeah, they can check it out. They can just go to jessiemedina.com and to those. Um, Okay, I'm going to make it. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to make it saludable. There you go. You're going to get a discount if you want that morning routine guide. And I'm going to actually look into it because I am one of those persons that kind of sometimes sleeps in, hits the snooze button, and then rushes out. But lately, I've been a bit more mindful, mm-hmm. um, even going into work, being mindful that I appreciate you know women in the workspace especially if you're in a good work environment obviously if you're not like jesse said remove yourself from it why Mm -hmm. stick around if you are not happy or if it's affecting your health as a matter of fact i had a couple colleagues that actually removed themselves from the Mm -hmm. environment that unfortunately had happened and you know i applaud them for that i say you know if I, and I can also tell, yeah. I said, if you're not happy and you're coming in with such agony, it's only going to mess up your wellness yes. and your mental well-being. So I applaud her along with you yeah. to take that leap when that emotion to feeling led to action, mm-hmm. that you are now creating this beautiful platform with Fem Latinas and Femex Podcast, along with being a motivational speaker. I hope to actually see you at a couple of conferences, or maybe we'll Yay. go together and be motivational speakers. But I do wish for you the very best, be a thank motivational you. speaker, especially to our women of color and young Latinas. Mm-hmm. I think it's really needed. And thank you so much for putting your trademark in San Diego because we're trying to make San Diego be visible. Yeah. So I'm very happy that you're here and not in LA where we don't have to drive all the way up there. <laughs> oh, there's so much so much going on over there. They have enough. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time and I hope to invite you again for another podcast episode. And thank you for having me. It's been an honor and thank you to your listeners for listening. Thank you. Bueno chicas that's all for now. And if you have any further questions and be able to get in touch with Jesse Medina, once again I will link up her email, her website and the books that she recommended to the podcast episode. And if you just have any any questions you can always reach me out to at saludablelatina@gmail.com. Bueno pues, hasta la próxima. Ciao. Bye.